Hello and welcome to the Men Becoming Better Men podcast. Coach Wish, uh, back with you today in with the second in my series of um, episodes that I wanted to talk about my story, my salvation story. And um, today I'm going to talk to you about, um, <clears throat> excuse me, talk to you about pursuit. Um, and that would be God's pursuit of me. Um, so rewinding back, uh, probably 10 or 12 years. I, I don't remember exactly how long before it was, how long before my divorce, uh, back in 2013, I had started to attend a church. Um, it just, I was, I was feeling pulled and I started attending this, this particular church near my house and it was nice. And so people were, were super nice and I, I connected with one man um, in particular. Um, but it, it resonated with me a little bit. I started to read a little bit of the Bible and I, I but it just, it didn't, it didn't sink in. And because I was, I was really, I was so far down, um, started out, so it was just, I actually, shortly after that is when I, I probably got into my, the worst of my depression that I was experiencing, um, because of the, the wear and tear on, between my marriage and, and my work and everything else, I just, I, I couldn't even see the forest for the trees, and I knew, um, you know, God was pulling me, but I wasn't sure what to do about it, and I didn't hear the right words, um, in that context to, to really, um, have it sink in enough to, to keep me tuned, attuned to it. Um, so fast forward, um, a few years after that, getting through the divorce, which was, was difficult. Um, very, very taxing. Um, and then meeting, um, my amazing Lisa, um, and seeing in her um, so much of God's love, just because of the way she was, and she wasn't, um, she didn't go go to church when we first met. Um, she talked about it a lot. She talked about praying a lot. Um, she talked about her past history with with church and stuff a lot. Um, but she really she she didn't attend. She didn't push me to attend. Um, and it just over over a couple of years span um, of being together, it just I kept seeing his light shining through her, and eventually, and I don't even remember the exact you know what was said or how it was said or even the context of any of it. But one day we just decided, hey, let's let's go check out some churches. Um. And we went to one, uh, the first, the first week we tried and it was, again, it was nice and nice, nice people. We were welcomed warmly and, uh, on a good message and all that stuff. But it just really, again, same as, as the one I'd gone to before. It didn't, I didn't really hear anything that pulled me in. And then the following week we went to another church, um, the church that we're still at, um, that our members, our partners of, um, and it just, the, 
the message just struck me right in the heart. Um, it was like God was talking straight, direct to me through through the pastor on stage, and it was it it flipped the switch. And my point in telling you all this is is a. And I talked to a man about this the other night. He he will always pursue us. God will always pursue us because we are all. He he created each and every one of us. He created us as as when we were conceived in our mother. He he was part of that. He created us. He put you know, the the fingernails on our hands, and he put the you know, the hair on our heads and the teeth in our mouth and all all those pieces of us that are uniquely crafted are his creation. Um, so he, you know, it's like life for you. You can you can look at it as your job or maybe your kids, something that you had a part in creating and how much do you love that that thing I can use kids for example because that's where I I get excited about my kids I had a huge part in creating them and bringing them into to life and when I look at them I saw them yesterday you know we're celebrating Thanksgiving and I saw them and it just it gives me such joy just to see my kids and <laughs> funny too you know, my mom was here too, and she looked at me like she was just excited to see me. And that's the same way that God feels about each and every person on this planet. The difference is some people hear him and some people don't. Um, and we, we probably all, well, we probably all do, but again, some don't, the, the switch doesn't get flipped like it did for me. Um, eventually, after hearing so many different prompts and so many different instances where he was being involved in my life, you know, having me meet Lisa first and foremost, um, some of the things we've gone through, you know, getting through them together and, and being partners in it and and doing it together and praying through it and, and loving each other through it and all that. And it just, it's just, it's how he feels about us. And he will always pursue us. But the thing is, is you have to open the door to, well, which, which is what I did that, that particular day. He says, standing in that church, I can remember the moment that all of a sudden it was just like the door opened. And I was like, that's what it's about. And it took me hearing story, you know, that story to open up and actually hear and see all of the places and, and people and, and situations and things that were had happened in my life that got me to where I was that day. Um, so I'll, I'll summarize all of that by saying that every one of us, from the, from the, the minute we're born, minute we're conceived actually, we have a, a hole in our heart. And they call it the God-sized hole. And we will try all of our lives to fill that hole with everything. From, you know, in my life it was food, um, pornography, um, you know, video games, online games, t- 
television, movies, um, all kinds of things. And we try to fill that hole not realizing that what we need to, the only thing that'll fit in that hole and make it fill is a relationship. And I'm not talking about, you know, I'm talking to you, you have to be, you know, a Bible thumping, you know, standing on the street corner, preaching the gospel kind of person, but just to have a relationship with God. That's all he wants. He wants to have a relationship with each and every one of us. And he wants to love on you like you love on your children because you are his child. So that's my message for today. Um, That was how he pursued me. Um, If you missed my last episode, um, it was about um, my perception of what churches were and and things like that. So I'm kind of I'm going to step through this a four part series. Um, I talked about my perception. Now the pursuit. Um, next episode I'll talk about pressures, and then the last one will be a pos- possibilities and what uh, what he has done for me, um, what, or what he continues to do for me. So hopefully, um, if you've had any questions about, um, a lot of people call it religion. <laughs> which is kind of a misnomer, but um, about Christian faith is what I, I call it. It's you know, my faith, my relationship with God, um, and how I got to where I am. I didn't find it until I was in, you know, 49 years old. Um, I'm a little late to the party, but better late than never. Um, and I want to share this story with you guys. So... Um, Hopefully it resonates with you um, and you continue listening to it. If you have any questions, please uh, reach out um, and I'll get through these these four parts. And if you don't like it, you now go back and listen to some of my other stuff. <laughs> um, I know this is a, a touchy subject for some people. I used, like I said, I think I said in the last episode, I used to run um, from anybody that talked about religion, church, Jesus, God, whatever. I'd, I'd run the other direction. Um, because I didn't understand it. And so that's why I'm doing this little, little four part series. I want you to understand, um, what I've seen and what I've experienced over the last couple of years. And maybe that will help you fill that God sized hole in your heart. Um, so you can be joyous, happy, um, at peace and feel his grace every day. Like I do. So that's all for today. And I will see you again next week.